0: My illustration uh, that I want to start with, a point that I, I wanted to begin with. Um, my wife, she's an interesting woman. If you haven't spent time getting to know her, spend some time getting to know her. Um, she's got some habits or some uh, personality traits that are interesting. So um, in our home, we've got four kids, right? You all, we all know this. seven, five, three, one, they get toys, they get stuff. When kids get stuff, what do they do? They lose it, right? I mean, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, they're going to lose a piece or a part or whatever. And it might have cost 399 at Walmart, but what happens to my wife when my kids lose something? She becomes obsessed. She's here. She's nodding. She agrees. It might cost a dollar, but she will spend weeks looking for whatever was lost. I mean, I'm telling you, like, I don't think she sleeps at night because her brain can't stop thinking of possibilities of where this thing might be. There is literally a list. In our kitchen of lost things. I mean, I know we've all been there. We've lost something. We wanted to find it. We had to figure out where it was at. We didn't rest. But I mean, she is driven by what is lost. Boy, there's a sermon there. It's not even what I was planning on preaching. When was the last time you were driven by what's lost? I want to talk a little bit about some words today. I want to read some scripture. It's going to come back to this thought, this this seeking that my wife does. Because we're instructed in scripture that we should be seeking. And sometimes I think we take seeking for granted. But there's value in the search. Because there's something to be found. I want to start this morning, uh, Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to read verses 31 through 34. As you're turning there, I'm just going to pray uh, just the anointing of God continue with us this day. Father, we thank You for what You've done already in this place, for what You're doing in this place, and for what You're going to continue to accomplish in us this day. God, we pray for Your very anointing. We pray for thoughts. We pray for our minds and our hearts. They would be in line with You. We lay them down before the King of kings and Lord of lords. We lay down our thoughts before you, asking God that you would speak to us, giving you, the Holy Spirit, the right to to, to speak into our lives this day. We pray, God, you're very perfect, be accomplished in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew chapter 6, these aren't words that, that, that may not be that, or they aren't words that are unfamiliar to you but they're words that have been resonating in my heart. It says, so do, so do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things. And your heavenly Father knows you need them, but seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, verse 34 says, Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry enough about itself, each day has enough trouble of its own. Recall in the verses, if you if you have a Bible and you're looking in there, the verses before this, they're talking about worrying about what, what to eat or what to drink. And the birds of the air don't have to worry. The, the trees and the, and the plants they don't have to worry about what to wear because God adorns them is, is the teaching. And, and, and so Jesus is responding to this and he gives them an instruction. And his instruction is pretty simple. He says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness in all these things will be given to you the question that I, I i've been wrestling through is how well am i seeking how well am i really Looking Again, I'm talking about through this paradigm of, uh, of being in, in a service with, with a guy who has a whole different perspective on what church is and what church looks like and where I'm at right now. And I started to wrestle with myself as I heard these words and I thought about these words, am, am I seeking? I mean, am I looking? Because the promise is, we talked about, all these things that we need, food and clothing and provision and whatever else. But the promises: seek and you will find. And then what? All those things will be added to you. And then that stuff will come. I mean, we're not even talking about looking for the stuff. We're not talking about looking for the needs or looking for the provision. But he says, seek first the kingdom of God. Of God. What does it mean? What are these words telling us about seeking? I mean, what is this word seek? What is the implication of this word seek? Some of us seek like my son seeks. Talked about Graham or Tam. I'll talk about Graham. Graham likes to not go to sleep. And so at night, sometimes we get in his bed and and our room is right next to their room. And we'll hear him walk right in. Dad. Dad, I can't find my tiger. Did you look for it? Dad, I looked. Okay, let's go find your tiger. Many of us seek like Graham seeks. I walk into his room. I turn on the light. And next to his pillow is his Tiger. Like he's laying on his tiger. But he can't find it. He can't find it because he didn't look. I think so often we just expect. Like it's not work. There's no effort in seeking. Like God will just Reveal himself to me. He'll just show up and, and I'll know who he is and I'll know all about him. I mean, that's what, what we're expecting. But the instruction here seems to imply some action, some discipline, some effort on my part. You just said, lift up your eyes. We, we, we see that in Scripture, right? I mean, lift up your eyes. They lift up their eyes and they see, oh, that God, I all. No, he says, seek... The study notes in my Bible about seek, the verb seek implies being continually absorbed in a search for something. That's my wife. Continually absorbed in a search for something. We're making a strenuous and diligent effort to obtain something. When were we absorbed in our search for God? When were you overwhelmed in your search for, for, for God and, and for what God has? That, that there was this effort. There was, there's something that is implied by this word of effort. There's, 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 in, there's an uh, intentional action to find. We just lay in the bed and we say, I can't find it. Where's it at? Dad, come show me. Jesus said, seek and you will find. Make effort and you will find. Matthew chapter 7, it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. What is the promise? When we start to put this intentional effort on our part, when we start to be strenuous and absorbed in finding, the promise from Scripture is that you will find it. You're not looking for something that you may or may not find. The apple remote. Now my wife's not gonna be able to pay attention to the rest of the service. We've sought. We've flipped over couches. We went through garbage. We've looked through toy boxes, closets. We can't find it. We may never find the Apple remote. Oh, the horror. He says, Seek and you will find. Talk about the rejoicing when you find. There's a parable, I don't I have it in my notes, but about a woman and she lost a coin. This is Jesus' teaching, and it it goes back to the lost, how God rejoices. But it says, and this is in in, in, in the Scripture, this is in Jesus' time. It says, she found the coin, and she was so excited that she calls her friends. Well, most of the time when I read that, I read that through the lens of today, and I see her on the phone, like dialing people up. She is not calling her friends on the phone. She's so excited about what she found, she's running to her friends' houses and she's screaming at their front door and they're wondering what's going on. And she says, I found the Apple remote. Seek the promises you will find. Matthew chapter 5. We're not there yet, so I better stop. I think the problem with us is that we're not finding what we're looking for. Whether it's because I haven't sought or, listen to this, what did Jesus tell the disciples to look for? What were they instructed to look for? Two things. He didn't say, find out who my dad is. Right? He didn't just say, seek God and you will find. But he said, seek first what? The kingdom of God. What is Jesus trying to tell the disciples to find? What is the kingdom of God? So often that's a term, and I will say, if you look at the teachings of Jesus, you look through the parables, He teaches more about the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven than anything else in all of Scripture. It's obviously something that God desires for us to comprehend. Who here can tell me what the kingdom of God is? Who feels confident in answering that question today? Because I think sometimes God has instructed us. I mean, He you want the A plus B equals C. He says, seek the kingdom and the righteousness uh, that, that comes through him, and you will have everything that you're looking for. But we seek the provision, not the provider. You hear that? We're too busy seeking the food because we're hungry or seeking the shelter because we're, we're, we're without shelter or seeking the clothing because we're, we're naked. But, but the instruction was, don't worry uh, about what you're eating. Don't worry uh, about what you're wearing. Worry first about the kingdom of God. What am I seeking? I mean, how will I ever find it if I don't know what I'm looking for? You know what I mean? You ever looked for something you didn't know what it was, but you just were looking for it, and you probably went by it like 16 times, but you never found it because you didn't know? I was looking for a bride, and my wife had been in my life for several years, but I never knew because I didn't think. I didn't know what I was looking for. What is the kingdom of God? In my understanding, we sang a song earlier today that resonated my understanding of the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? If I can simplify it in, in one word, it would be the rain. Not the rain, but the rain. Three words, the rain of God. What is he saying? Seek first the reign of God, the authority of God in your life. We're too busy seeking the blessings of God. We're too busy seeking what God's going to do for us and what He's going to provide for us and what He's going to give to us. But Jesus says, no, seek first His authority. When was the last time you you saw it? You, You were absorbed with finding the authority of God in your life. And then we're we got this thing called self and self that argues with his reign. We like to be our own governance. We like to run things our own way. And so we don't seek the authority to reign of God in our lives. When was the last time you sought the authority, the reign of God in your home? When was the last time you sought the authority, the reign of God in your workplace or in your family or in your friends in in what you're doing? We don't seek that. Why? Because of the American dream. I mean, it's all about me. It's all about us. That's what we've been raised in. I can make things better for myself, I can do it my way. Frank Sinatra, that's who we are. Jesus said, stop thinking. I mean, they're hungry. Uh, they're naked. They don't have a place to go. And he said, stop worrying about that. But think about God's reign in that situation. Think about who God is. Think about his kingdom coming in that place of your life. What are you seeking? What are you striving To find. Are you looking for God's authority? Are you looking for His, watch this word, dominion in your life? Are you submitting yourself, your home? Talk about a challenge. Uh, We dedicated all of our kids here, you know. We stood up here and we said, God, we give them back to you. That's God's reign in our kids' life. Do with them whatever you want. What about when he says, I want Elliot to go to India? Wait a minute. I mean, have we genuinely sought the authority of God? Have we genuinely sought the reign of God? Have Have we genuinely sought after and been absorbed with? What does this mean, God? I want you to be in control. I want your, not, Jesus said, not my will, but yours be done. Your kingdom come. I want your authority in every part. It may seem like it's all right, and it may seem like it's all wrong, but it doesn't matter how it seems. I need to seek your authority. I need to seek after your reign in every piece. Every part of me. Seek. What are you looking for? He said, seek. Well, Paul says, I've been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Self, self reliance, self dependence, me, my, whatever. It's what interferes with God's reigning in us. I'm the one interfering with His reign. I'm the one interfering with His reign, whether it's in my home or in my finances or in my marriage. I'm the one that's interfering with his reign. It's this peace of me, it's this sin in me that I'm trying to overcome. Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ. Jesus Christ said, take up your cross and follow me. What's he saying? You will have to submit to discover the kingdom of God. Did you hear what I just said? You will have to submit you will have to live in submission to lay down yourself in order to discover the kingdom of God. You won't find it in yourself. Yourself won't let you see it. You have to lay down self to discover the kingdom, the reign and authority of God. What are you looking for? Matthew chapter 5, we'll go there now. He says to seek the kingdom and his righteousness. Jesus said seek his reign, seek his authority, and seek God's righteousness. Blessed are those, Scripture says, who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Love it. The promise from Scripture, this is the word of God. If we seek for the kingdom, we will find it. If we seek for righteousness, if we hunger and thirst, which seems like we're being absorbed with, this is what we have to have, we're consumed with, we're compelled by, I want to have the righteousness, His righteousness, the promises that we will find it. I'm not putting a test that can't be obtained today. I'm putting a test that God promises us we can all do. Every one of us can find his kingdom and his righteousness. What is righteousness? What am I looking for? Righteousness. That seems like a big word that I can never attain to, right? I'm not righteous. I'm not righteousness. We're seeking God's righteousness. The righteousness we're seeking for is where everything is right with God. The simplest form or, or, or understanding of, of righteousness is right standing or right relationship with God. His righteousness, where is that found? It's found through Jesus Christ. The righteousness that we're seeking, the only way for us to be made right is through Jesus Christ. The way, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father but through me. The way for righteousness is in him, so we have to look at him to find What is righteousness, right standing, without guilt? We're free from guilt. Whether we fail or not, you're free from the guilt of sin. Because I've been made right through Jesus Christ. He's made me righteousness. My righteousness has to be found through the sacrifice of Uh, of jesus christ it's not found in works isaiah 46 6 says all of us have become like one who is unclean our acts of righteousness or our righteous acts are like filthy rags we all shrivel up like a leaf and like the wind our 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 sins sweep us away it's not found in, in 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 works it's not found in keeping the law That's what we got lost with. That's what we still get lost with. Am I doing everything right? Am I doing it the right way? Am I doing it God's way? And we get consumed with the law. Our righteousness, as it is written, it says in verse 10 of Romans chapter 3, there is no one righteous, not even one great. Really encouraging, Pastor. No. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under law, so that every mouth may be silenced, the whole world Held accountable to God. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of sin. How are we made righteous? Romans chapter 3 tells us that righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ. It's not in the works, it's not in what you're doing. It's not, in, it's, not in, it's not in what you're fulfilling, it's not in what you're keeping, but the, fi- the righteousness that you're seeking can only be found through faith in Jesus Christ. It's available to all who believe. There's no difference between Jew or Gentile because we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, every one of us, but we're all justified freely by His grace that, that's through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. We're made right because of what Jesus Christ has done. We're not made right because of what we're doing. We're not made right because of, uh, of doing the right things or, or fulfilling the law. We're made right only by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, through faith in that sacrifice. I'm not saying we won't do what's right. And I'm not saying we don't have to look at what's right. I'm not saying that that, that doesn't change. But remember, seek first the kingdom And his righteousness. And then these things are added to us. I believe that that when we're made right with Jesus Christ, the law should not become so challenging. Parts of it anyway. I still like my bacon. The law, the Old Testament law, that's where I went to on that. But I believe that, that by seeking first my righteousness, that's the understanding that I have sinned. And because of my sin, I'm separate from God. Because of what I've done, I'm not in right standing with Him. And because of my sin, there was a necessity for sacrifice. A necessity for blood to be shed without the remission, or without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Because of my sin, there had to be something made that can only be found through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. That's what made me right. It's not about what I'm doing. It's not about what I'm saying. It's not about even... I've been made right purely and solely by the blood of Jesus Christ. Through my faith in Him. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 says, We're therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making His appeal through, through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf Be reconciled to God. Be made right with God. That's what what we're looking for. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the very righteousness of God. Apart from Jesus, we're not going to find it. Seek first The kingdom of God. When I start looking for God's reign and authority, when I start looking for God's will and His plans in this area of my life, my righteousness is not found in anything but Jesus Christ. I will not find my righteousness if I haven't gone to the cross first. I will never discover what righteousness truly is. I will never discover what I've been truly set free from. I will never discover the the freedom from guilt that sin has brought in my life until I go to the place where it is found which is the cross of Jesus Christ. I can look here and I can look there, but I will not discover it until I look at the cross and I find what that cross brought to me. Amen? What are you... What are you seeking? What are you looking for? another scripture you can look at I'm not going to go there right now Romans chapter 5 read it it's got a whole bunch about the righteousness that we have through Jesus Christ but we understand it's through Jesus Christ simple message challenging word seek The kingdom of God. I get it. You've got concerns. I get it. You've got anxiety. I get it, there are worries that consume you. I get it, there are trials and tribulations. I get it, things don't make sense. But I will tell you, you will find the answer. The answer comes when we begin to seek after, to be compelled by, to be lost in the pursuit of discovering the kingdom of God and the righteousness that is His through Jesus Christ in my life. Jeremiah chapter 29, we've seen these verses like we've all got the plaque in our kitchen because we love these words. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and to not harm you and plans to give you a hope and a future. We love it, right? I mean, there it is. God's going to take care of us. We can look. We can get lost in what God's going to do for us. But we continue. We continue. And you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. I love that. What is it? God says, I've got plans for you. Yeah, he'll take care of you. Yeah, he'll provide for you. Yeah, he'll, he'll take care of that situation. Yeah, he'll clothe you. He'll give you what you have need of. But he says, seek with all your heart. And you'll find Deuteronomy the same promise. But if from there... You seek the Lord your God, you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul, with all yourself, with all that you are. When you're in distress and all these things that have happened to you, then in later days you will return to the Lord your God. You will obey him for the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not abandon you or destroy you or forget the covenant with your ancestors, which he confirmed But to them by oath. What are you looking for? Are you are you looking for anything? Yeah, come up. Wait. When was the last time you couldn't sleep? Because you couldn't find. When was the last time you forgot about being hungry because you were so consumed with looking for the kingdom of God or or understanding the fullness of the righteousness that God has given you through Jesus Christ. When was the last time that, that, that your life even changed remotely because of your pursuit of understanding the fullness of God's promise and the fullness of His kingdom, the fullness of His reign in your life? We get lost in the blessings. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. If I just could have apple pie, I could focus on Jesus. I could focus on God's reign in my life. No. Stop seeking the provision. Start looking at the provider. Stop looking for where you are, but start looking for where he is. Stop thinking about what you want, but start discovering what God's plans are for you. Because his plans will be fulfilled when we allow his kingdom to come. My notes, my, my last thought, my prayer for this morning, my desire in this service. I pray your life can be interrupted with discontent until you find what you're looking for. I pray that that this week the, the the routine the the ritual the 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 daily whatever the grind that it is I pray it be interrupted with the pursuit of all that God has with the, with discovering the fullness of his kingdom with 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 discovering all that that is comes you would hunger and thirst for the righteousness oh god Like that, you wouldn't be content. Yeah, the world might say you're screwed up, you're messed up, whatever. No, I know who I am because of the cross of Jesus Christ. I've been made right, even though everything seems wrong. I'm right. It's okay. I don't like where I'm at. I don't like what I'm facing. I don't like that you're telling me to come out on the waters where it doesn't make sense. But everything's right because God's kingdom came to the waters. Do you hear that as we sing this song? Just think about this song. You call me out on the waters. The world's rain will tell you you'll sink when you come on the waters. God's rain says you can walk on the waters. That's God's authority. That's God's authority over man's condition. But if you don't know His kingdom, you're not going to walk on the waters. Father, I pray for us all in this room. Spirit of God, I believe you've been speaking to our hearts. I pray, God, that you would help us to genuinely seek. To seek not like a three-year-old looks for his tiger, but to seek with an intensity of a shepherd looking for his sheep. To seek with the passion of a mother trying to find her child who is lost. To seek with the, with the zeal of someone who has lost something of value but needs to discover it. God, if we're content, help us to be discontent. Help us to know, God, there's more, there's further. I pray we would seek first the kingdom of God. I pray we would seek His righteousness in all this other stuff that can be added. All this other stuff, it will be added. This morning as we just continue in this service, I would encourage you, I said, you will not find the kingdom unless you submit. If you realize there's parts or pieces, if you realize there's things in your life that you haven't fully submitted to God, I pray this morning that you could just lay them at his feet. You could say, God, I trust you with my, with my kids. I trust you with my future. I trust you with my sin. I trust you with my will, my desires, my hurts, whatever it might be. God, I, I just trust you with this we we'll find the kingdom through submission if we need the righteousness that comes through the cross of Jesus Christ. If we need to go back to that place and proclaim that promise in our lives, then my sins are fully, they're not partially, they're not, they're not temporarily, but they're fully forgiven because of the cross of Jesus Christ. I've been made right. I'm in right standing with the Almighty because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. If we need to go back to that place, let's go there. Let's find. Let's find. Because the scripture says, seek and you will find. morning as we conclude the service as we as we wrap this thought up, submission. Submission might be lifting your hands, submission might be Kneeling before God. Submission might be coming to an altar. Submission might be asking someone else to pray for you. Submission might be saying, God, I've been trying to do this my way for too long. However God is calling you, however the Spirit of God has whispered to you or shouted to you, as we've been in this place, in your heart to respond, I encourage you to respond to His direction. The altars are open. The worship will happen. You can seek in the Word of God and you will find Whatever God is, is is directing you to do. I want to look and I want to find. God help us to find. Help us to find. God, I want to see, I want to know, I want to understand the fullness of your kingdom. I want to know what your kingdom looks like in our church, God. I want to know what your kingdom looks like in Crawford, Nebraska, God. I want to know what the kingdom looks like. Help us to discover the fullness of your reign, God, in, in all these areas, in all these places. Whether it's our fears or anxieties, God, let us find your kingdom. I want to seek. I want to look. I want to I be consumed with the discovery of. I want to shout because I've discovered the lost coin. I want to scream because of what I've found. I pray, God, we would, we would find. I pray, God, we would find. I pray that, that we would have moments of clarity. I pray that we would have moments of understanding. I pray that we would have moments where we're so excited we can do nothing but call those we care about to share what we've discovered. The kingdom of God. Our righteousness. That comes through Jesus Christ, the joy those things can bring, God, the freedom they bring, the, the, the change in perspective they can bring. God, help us if we're sinking. That word that just came about someone overflowing, the boat seeking, I pray that they would see the kingdom come. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, I pray we see your kingdom come. Where suddenly your reign, your authority is so different than everything we've been experiencing and living. Than the authority, the laws of this world, God. Suddenly your reign and your authority, they transform and they renew. They set us free and they set a fire in us. Because you've called us to be witnesses of the gospel of Jesus Christ you've called us to be light in a dark world your kingdom come your kingdom come your kingdom come I desire your authority your reign the Lord bless you and keep you May he make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you. May he turn his face towards you and grant you his peace. And may you seek first the kingdom. May you seek first his righteousness. And I pray you shout this week. I pray you dance this week because of what you've discovered. I pray that you think you found something that no one has ever seen before about the kingdom or the righteousness of Jesus Christ because you were looking for it and God brought it to pass. Amen? Be blessed and seek. And you might have to move. You might have to walk. You might have to stand. You might have to look. You might have to look a little messy. It's okay. Because you'll find... You will find what you're seeking. Amen? Be blessed.